welcome to another episode of Anime Attaché. We are part of the Fundamentals Network, and this is an introduction show to everything anime. Everything. We are exploring season two. <laughs> okay. We are exploring Cowboy Bebop, and I am your host, Bezelda. I'm going to be talking to you about all the great things because heck was this an episode mm-hmm. now it really was let us meet the class uh steven how you doing hi i'm steven uh i'm good i use he him pronouns and i am here <laughs> you made it yeah. attendance check attending perfect, anime class like perfect, a hero yeah <laughs> for a throwback <laughs> exactly. to last season exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do still have perfect attendance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes we know uh how does it how does uh, it feel to have less than perfect attendance <laughs> Feels fine because I have to go to a job for many hours every day. I'm uh, Kelsey. Just, My pronouns keep, are she, her. I just have to keep three humans alive. Yes, that's true. No big deal. Three humans and two vague. I just have to. I just have to impress corporate America every day, that's, which is that's impossible. Literally, I just have to sit here and like watch y'all have this argument. So it's like, right. who really, who really is suffering it amongst the three of us? <laughs> Speaking of Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love you so much. Um, my name is Chris. I use she, they pronouns. Uh, and I am ecstatic to be here talking one of my favorite shows with some of my favorite people. Yeah. Flown in direct from Ohio. Yeah. Chris. Changed student from Ohio. <laughs> We're not sure where they flew into, but that's fine. Those are details. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry yeah, about. Yeah. 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 That's for next season. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> all right. So let's get into episode 10. Now, we all kind of had a feeling this was going to be a momentous episode. Um, it is titled Ganymede LG. LG. Um, and I did it, I had to look that word up and it means like a eulogy, but like you read a poem of the eulogy instead of just saying some words, which is really beautiful and very mm-hmm. on brand for what we learned um, in this session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelsey, yeah. could you regale us with the heart-wrenching details of what we all had to experience together? Can you yes. Poem form I know. I should have written a poem, but I didn't. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. Okay. So we start on the ship, and they have caught a bounty. And um, he's tied up, being mean to Ayn. And then we also find out Edward is like, essentially a feral child <laughs> like, yeah yeah did we really climbing, find that out was it climbing just like up the bounty it was just confirmed i guess but like climbing up the bounty and then like biting his ear very you know interesting um but still cute though and then um and then we find out that it's gonna be a jet episode mm-hmm. steven would you like to give the word that you the jet episode I it's wondered what I was reading when I saw you write that, and okay, that <laughs> clarifies <Wow. that. laughs> When you can combine two words, you always should. Yeah. Yep. I love a good portmanteau. <laughs> anyway, so we... <laughs> um, so apparently this bounty, you turn him in on Ganymede, which is something about Jupiter. A Jupiter a moon, moon of mm-hmm. Jupiter. And we find out Jet has a history on Ganymede. This is where he's from. So um, they, when they're about to land, they call the control tower and it's like one of Jet's old buddies. So we get some insight into his history that he used to be a cop on that 
moon and they called him the black dog because once he got his teeth in something, he never let go. And then the, this guy gives him some information about a woman named Elisa and where she's at and how things are going for him. Um, and we find out that this is someone's from, someone from Jet's past. Um, there's also a very fun scene where, um, Faye is laying out like on the deck of a spaceship and Edward's like, what did you just put on your skin? And Faye says something about like trying to maintain your skin is, um, futile and useless. And Edward goes, futile, useless. (laughs) And I really liked that. Um, so Jet goes to find this woman after they turn in the bounty and, um, basically what he tells her, like she says, you know, I have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, well, I'm just wandering around with some weirdos, which feels like. Where are your boyfriend at? If you're trying to, <laughs> if you're trying to sum up what Jet's doing, it's not wrong. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. But then they find out that, um, Elisa's new boyfriend has a bounty on his head now. Um, and so, uh, Spike finds this out back on the ship before Jet knows. Um, and so Spike goes to look for him. Basically, we find out that she left Jet after like being together for so long with one word on a piece of paper that said farewell and a watch. And he never really knew why. And he wants to know why. And originally, she just doesn't tell him. She says she's forgotten about it. Isn't and she moves worst? on. Yeah. Like that one really... struck me. Not only like breaking up over a note is somehow worse than getting broken up over a text. Yes. And then she leaves a watch. Like and cryptic. and then she just and then he's like, I just want to know why. And she's basically like, I'm not gonna that tell lo- you. Like that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then we find out actually that her boyfriend killed someone protecting her. She had taken on like a bad debt with a bad guy, and he was trying to protect her. But now there's a bounty on his head. Um, and then, uh, so Jet and Spike are chasing them, trying to get the bounty because that's like the right thing to do because he did commit a crime and he needs to be turned in or whatever. Jet, uh, tracks them down. Um, and then she like tries to protect her boyfriend by shooting at him, but kind of half-heartedly. And then the end of the episode, we find out that basically, like, she felt like the whole time she was with him, he was making all the decisions and kind of living her life for her. And she really wanted to live her own life. And so, like, you can really hear the pain in her voice that she really loved him, but also that that just was not the life that she wanted. And she could see that that was, like, she felt like that's really all he had to offer her Mm -hmm. was that he would kind of always be that way, protecting her. Um, so she walked away and then it sounds like the boyfriend's going to be able to get off, um, easily because of self-defense and the two of them, Elisa and the boyfriend are going to live happily ever after. And Jack goes back to the ship and he kind of finds closure and then, um, he finds closure. He throws the watch into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. As an overall summary, fantastic. Um, Steven, you are itching to say something. Oh, I, that was my favorite episode. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really well done. And it was, so I only took one note that was basically the way that the show uses emotion and, um, the animation and the music and all these different shots that don't have anything specific to do with the story. Um, 
is really beautiful and 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 like they had all these like quiet shots with this melancholyish music and like um just pictures of like these in a space show regular boats and water and people walking and and then some of them were just completely still shots Mm -hmm. um and and that with with jet and everything it was really good it was it was very 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 good the music was like an especially i feel like a really large contrast from the mood of the rest of the episodes which the episode itself was kind of it was a whole mood in itself um so that makes sense but it definitely felt like we stepped into I felt like I was watching a completely different show than a lot of the previous episodes okay. that we've seen. Personally. I see that though. Um, okay, I, I'm about to get into something. So before I do, Chris, some hmm. thoughts before I jump into it. Um, I, I mean, I have a not about that specifically. I definitely have some thoughts about the episode. I do agree. This is, I think this is one of the better episodes in terms of something that has been brought up, uh, which is getting questions answered and like getting a little bit more mm-hmm. context as to why people are the way they are in this series. So yeah. I do really appreciate the episode for that. Um, but please feel free, like jump on into whatever I can tell you're excited about. <laughs> something. Okay. <laughs> So here's something I've always kind of like, I, I love the idea, like bounty hunters, cowboys, super heckin' cool. At the end of the day, they are still an extension of this most likely useless police force um, because they are quite literally doing the work of the police that are unable or it's outside of their jurisdic- jurisdiction. So, you know, they're bringing the bounties back to be put away or whatever it is they do. I I don't know, like the prison system hasn't specifically really been discussed and how that's handled, but that's... Currently, besides the point, what is the point is I've been able to accept that, like, what these bounty hunters do is just an extension of what the cops are unable to do. Because there's value in catching people who are a danger to society, people with extreme ideas, people with no no stakes on whatever planet they're on. Like, they're willing to harm more of those than take care of those around them. But then... This situation where it was he killed a lone shark who is like the slimiest of the slimy. Um, you know the reason that the bounty was 1.8 million wulongs was because like probably people like corrupt systems inside of that government were able to make that bounty a lot higher because this is just some nobody who killed a lone shark and Spike's determination to bring this person in uh, at first, I was kind of like, "Ooh, I don't love it." But if I if I try to examine a little bit closer, like I want to believe that Spike did this to try and get something out of Jet because it was his pal Donnelly, like the other cop guy that like tipped them off about um, this local bounty, and then how Jet handled it, and how in the very end the cops still did take him away. It doesn't leave me with the best feeling. Mm. Like they have lost so many bounties. Why did this one have to be the one that they that they won? Totally. Yeah. So that's I have all of these these feelings there sitting and it's just kind of like I don't I love the jet story but the surrounding content and again he he is a cop um and also coward of uh, cowardice of I can't remember the animation studio because they made jet white and then they literally call it like his rogue name like black dog like it is come on 
come on. Mm -hmm. So that kills me as well. So there's just like a couple of like moments in this where I'm just really stretching my love of anime while compromising a lot of the things that I have issues with. That I, That's super valid. That makes a lot of sense. I had the same thought, B, of like, why couldn't you just let him go? You mm -hmm. knew. And, and then even like he says, you know, go protect her. Like, but also for protecting her, like, it, and, and he was also right that if he didn't turn him in today, there would have been someone else after him yes, tomorrow. Right. Totally. It, it would have happened. It was inevitable that he was going to get caught. He's not a real criminal. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't have been able to hide. Like that was a high bounty. Now that I have a kind of an understanding of their monetary system. Right. You know, things but in also, the millions are high. You could have, you could have let someone else catch him. Right. It didn't have to be you. Like, why did it have to be you? Right? And now, like, and I, I don't know if that was, like, to push yeah. Jet or, like, to really get a moment out of Jet because he really has to confront everything now. And that woman that he loved, this is, like, the real farewell. Like, there's no way she's going to come. There's no way she's going to wait for you. Like, she's yeah. finally made her feelings clear. You really, really royally screwed over her life for the next little while. Uh, I just, like, it's in my head canon that, like, maybe he he's... E transfers her some wulongs to like <laughs> help her with her bar debts or something to that effect, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 I actually, I was curious as to if they actually collected the bounty on him. Um, Interesting. Because, because the, the last scene before the, before like all the cops show up, it's just Jet saying to protect, to protect her. And, um, uh, and I just my brain just short circuited, so um, I don't do know what else. Do you think they collected the bounty? That. But yeah, I but but the way that it was animated gave me the sense that the police more showed up and took care to care of it on their own, and and the way mm. the way Jet was interacting with him was kind of in the like, yeah, it's your move. Like mm -hmm. whatever you do next is on you. I'm not like because because I felt like the reason. I think Jet and Spike, they're bringing up the, like, Spike maybe trying to push Jet to do something. Because Spike was at first trying to get a hold of Jet and couldn't. Yeah. Right? And so I, I feel like, I guess if we're talking about headcanons, in, in my head, it's, like, Jet, Jet tells Spike, like, I got it. I'll handle it. And uses his, his, like, black dog nickname as a way to just be like, Spike, don't worry about it. Yeah. But I'm not actually, I'm not doing the bounty thing. I'm, I'm going to make sure that this person that I do still, still do care about. Yeah. Is, is safe. And, and then, and then in that conversation, like someone else is going to come. Like, if we do this this way, like, he will, he will, the bounty will be gone and y'all can start over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... That's kind of that's kind of where I went. Yeah, and and I think I think in a lot of what you're saying, they did a really good job of balancing the complexity of I, I don't know, like systems, right? Because yes. because because it is true, like someone else is going to come after them. It is true that they are they are doing a job, and mm -hmm. sometimes that job benefits society, but sometimes it's it's just money, and that that is not always the best. And right. um. And just because there's a bounty on someone doesn't mean they really deserve it or... Right? That doesn't make them a bad person. I mean, <laughs> objectively, murder is bad. I'm not yeah. right. saying that it's okay. <laughs> 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 Debatable. 
has to be enough. But like, when you kill a lone shark, like who is undoubtedly poaching on the vulnerable, I, I just I, it's hard for me to have a lot of sympathy, you know. And like we know he did it for Alicia, Alicia or whatever her name was, yeah. Um, because like her bar's been failing, and like all she ever wanted was to do something for herself, and at the very end, she's still unable to take care of herself. Like it's that woman is complex, and we didn't get yeah. a lot of screen time, but oof, there are layers. Well, yeah. and, and and I think I think one of the things that I thought that the reason I liked it so much was Jet getting to the point where she gave him his, her her answer, and he was okay with that. Like, isn't that beautiful? Like, I think that was like tossing the watch was like okay. Thank you. I got my answer. I hope I'm gonna let you make your choices. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then to the other guy, like, I almost got like what was almost communicated to me was like, don't do what I did. Huh. Like, tre- like treat her well. Yeah. Like, that's what. He did tell her to protect. He, he did tell him to protect her though. Cause like, I also feel like I liked that Jet was like, well, he, he wasn't trying to explain it away. Like he was just kind of like, I accept your experience as valid and like can kind of see. I mean, the whole thing about still trying to arrest her boyfriend. I feel like that kind of fits into that dynamic of like, you're just obsessed with being right. Like you're obsessed with doing the thing. Uh And I wanted to be able to make a decision, even if it was wrong. Um, So it almost like reinforces that dynamic. So then when she says what you're doing right now is why I couldn't be with you. And he's just like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate it because it's true. Yeah. Uh, so favorite moments of this episode? Because we've kind of uh, talked about a little bit of like what stood out to us, what was really momentous. But was there anything that was like, if again, my, my version of like, if you had to tell somebody else about this episode, what was the one moment that you would kind of pick out to be like, this is what made it amazing? That's a good question. Anybody, if you have one. I mean, mine was literally just Edward rubbing their face on Faye's uh, sunscreened legs. (laughs) Uh, And then shouting, what is it? Futile and useless. (laughs) Uh, That's the kind of stuff that makes me really happy. That and the intro. Again, I just, I I live for the chaos. Um, The emotional connections, while it does speak to me, I need a good gunfight or a nice, like, some fisticuffs. And this Mm -hmm. was very much about the past of a man that we haven't really been able to explore. And that was wonderful in its own right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say, so something that really stands out to me about this episode is the way they convey the shifting emotional states of the characters in that chase scene when Jet is chasing down the boat that has Rent and um, Elisa. And in Rint's defense, like, he he's obviously supposed to be a foil to Jet. He's uh-huh. supposed to be, you know, very intentionally the opposite. And this is, you know, indicates Elisa was very serious when she was like, I am not compatible with this type of person. I need somebody that's not like this. Mm-hmm. But in Rint's defense, this is like the worst moment of his life, right? So <laughs> he <laughs> falls in love with this woman and she makes a bad business decision because mm. she's childish she she doesn't want to be treated like a child but she behaves childishly mm-hmm, so yeah. when she's treated according to her behavior obviously she doesn't like that and she leaves um and so rent is like defending her from her own bad choices even though he's allowing her to make them 
Yeah. So in Rin's defense, they, they kind of portray him in this episode as this like sniveling, like nervous, anxious, like mess of a person. But like if you had accidentally killed somebody very powerful and you knew yeah. that both yeah. law enforcement and like the mob were after you, you would also be probably a sniveling mess on a dock, not able to light your <laughs> cigarette. So definitely. I think that there is something beautiful in Jet's acceptance of like, this is not how I would take care of somebody, but he killed for her. Like he will do what he can do and in a way that makes her happy. Um, I think it's interesting. Like I, this is maybe my headcanon. I feel like he reaches that conclusion because you, he does have kind of a, like a, I don't even want to call it tough love. Cause I don't think love is the right word, but he does yeah. have this very much like, listen, you did what you did. Like, there's no way out of this at this point. I think that they collected the bounty, to be honest. Like, mm -hmm. they were apprehended because of Jet's actions. So I imagine they collected the money and he was kind of like, I do benefit from this, but also this is the last gift I can give you. Is to hold you accountable in the least damaging way possible so that you can eventually live your life again and make your own bad choices all you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that too. Okay. Again, it's that take on it. I hope they collected that bounty. I, I don't see... Yeah, and I mean, if we assume that Jet is a man of his word, he told Spike he was going to take care of it. So I don't think he's going to come back empty-handed and be like, I let them go. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that, I, I think I, I can absolutely see that. And I think, I think the more you talk about that, I, I think I agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think really, when I say this is my favorite episode thus far, I think... What I love is characters in complex situations confronting confronting themselves. Because um, really, that's like, at least as I'm watching this this episode, that's what Jet's doing. Mm -hmm. Jet's first, first he's in the just like, I don't get it. Why did you leave? I don't, all I wanted was like, I think he said something along the lines of like, I always knew you were, all I wanted was to come home and you would be there. And that's, that was all I needed. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and why? And, and that's a very human place to be, right? Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not some media larger than life person. That's just like, that's just a person. Like, mm -hmm. I don't get, why did you leave? Um, and then having to have this moment where he finally gets it when she finally breaks enough to share. Um, and 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 having to deal with all that and and also like dealing with like okay this is the person who i loved the most in the galaxy is now with this other dude who i very clearly in my mind i'm i'm much better than uh -huh. <laughs> like mm -hmm. like like this guy's a wreck and is putting her in danger i would never have put her in danger sort of sort of that mm -hmm. and and then and that whole and and doing that in 22 minutes um I think I think that's one of the things that's really impressive to me about this is is getting that much of a um like emotional breakdown of jet in that short period of time was really really well done. Yeah, I think for me the moment when she was kind of like this is why. You know, like exactly what's happening right now is exactly why I couldn't be with you yeah. and almost like that feeling of like you were on paper giving me everything that you should have and out of your mouth was coming you're all I need but like I needed more mm -hmm. and I couldn't get it from you and like 
you know, she very obviously didn't feel like she could share that with him at that time either. Um, so like that, the, the big reveal of like, this is why I can't be with you is exactly what you're doing right now. I was like, Oh, it's just, it's just heartbreaking all around. Cause you can tell it broke her heart at the time. She really did love him. Like, obviously she broke his heart. It's just like this, it's just a classic of like humans can't always be together just because they love each other. Right. Like that is not enough. That can't be all. Um, I just thought it was a very classic human moment of like nobody. I mean, I'm sure both of them did things that were wrong, but like, and it's like, we just, it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. I think what it also says to me a little bit is that love is not, invalidated because people aren't compatible like the these two people right. obviously care about each other a great deal she couldn't shoot him she sh- should have mm-hmm. possibly like if she really wanted yeah. to get away she would have she could have easily just killed him he's Taken basically unarmed mm-hmm. um and she can't bring herself to do it nor can you know he bring himself to condemn her or hurt rent or like you know there, there's they are restraining themselves for each other still. And I feel like it's, it's like sad, but it is accurate to like how sometimes, sometimes it goes down like that. You might love somebody and you can't be with them because it just doesn't yeah. work and you can't be your best self when you're with them. But it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that the love is not a factor or. Or that that other person's not a good person. Right. Or, or like it, it's just not everyone can be together. Right. And no matter how much you love each other. Touching on not really being a good person. um, Again, we got a lot of insight into Jet. And one of the lines by her is like, you didn't let me make my own choices. Yeah. And considering Jet's profession where, you know, as a cop, he has to make all of the choices. And he brought that into his house as well. So, like, it Mm -hmm. does not paint him in the best light. Um, Right. I thought that was a very interesting take considering the Jet that we now know. Yeah. And what kind of a caring... I think he's considerate person, you know, a lot has changed in the past seven years and mm-hmm. getting a look back really, really shows us how many, like how many differences and all like everything that he's kind of had to go through to make those changes. Yeah. And the dynamic of like what we do day in and day out does affect who we are mm-hmm. and how we interact with the people around right. us. So if you have a job where the t- the power dynamic is, not only such that you have all the power, but also get to make all the decisions and and have to do it in under stressful circumstances, you know, stuff like that, that will leak over. Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways, like, I agree, it doesn't paint him in a good light. And also, like, that is just how he was conditioned because of what he did day in and day out. And so, like, you know, the implications of how the professions that we choose kind of dictate who we become is also interesting yeah or can at least affect it our (laughs) nuanced character that we we just called him a background character last session like last episode (laughs) yeah Yeah, well and 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 that's that's what i am starting to really appreciate about the show is that it does it does give you it gives you these moments that make a lot of the rest of the show, the previous nine episodes, this was episode 10, right? Correct, yeah. Make, make Jet's actions in the previous nine episodes make sense right. of like, like I even think about 
the the Ballad of Fallen Angels, right? Episode five. You got it. Yep. How how bad he wanted to stop Spike from doing it and didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and like now with the the light of like he made all the decisions. He did everything he could to hold on to it. Like that makes sense a little bit more of just like because I'm picturing this person who was like when Elisa walks away, like I did everything right. I don't, I don't know what else I can do. And so, so that why question is like, well, I should stop Spike. Cause this is really, this is a really bad idea, but I guess I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be mad at him instead. Um, well, I think and, all and so, of the characters are a little emotionally stunted. So none of them yeah, are very yeah. good at communicating <laughs> what's going on with them. It seems. Oh, no, totally. But I think that but you're then, like exactly and perfectly right because I don't I think I think Jet cares about them to the extent that he is able to, right? It's not Yeah. But I also think a lot of what feels caring or tough lovey or whatever, I kind of think it's a little bit of like apathy to to Steven's mm. point. Like huh. he held on so like you it doesn't matter how tightly you squeeze sand it's still going to slip out of your fingers mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah. that's the experience that jet went through was like holding on to the reins keeping everything perfectly in order in his life doing everything right such and such event whatever and now he's kind of this like i mean he's a a bounty hunter wandering around just like making cash with these people he doesn't know super well I feel like this is like him having let go (laughs) and having to confront every time he has that impulse to squeeze again and to hold on and be in control. He's having to be like, the last time I did this, I lost everything. So like, what does this matter? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's that word control, Chris, like that. It's just like the apathy comes from that lack of control that he wanted so bad. So like in this situation, I controlled everything and it still went bad. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm just going to not control anything and then like whatever happens, you know, I don't need to like, I won't feel responsible for that. Or, mm. you know, it's just like he was, like you said, holding on a sand, like just trying to control everything around him. And like what Steven said, out of a desire to do quote unquote, everything right. right. And it still went bad. And so now he's like, all right, well, <laughs> if I can't control you, then, you know, live your own life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bye. Everybody is surprised that he's a bounty hunter, too. And that's, mm. like, I think in episode one, we met one of his old pals. And he's like, you do what now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really enjoyed that as a theme, too, because that adds to, like, what is the one profession that you can do where you really don't got to give a heck? But, like, if you want to keep the lights on and keep fuel in your in your ship, I suppose you can catch some bounties. But it's utilizing the only skills... I mean, again, Spike and Jet, Jet X cop, Spike X syndicate, you know, X mobster, whatever the the version of that is for us. Um, so they all have their skills that they can't do anything with in their mm-hmm. previous profession. So they have to take that and bounty hunting is the next best thing. Yep. They have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> like our good friend Liam Neeson has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Do we have any final thoughts before we move on to doling out some space corgi butts? Mm-mm. No. I want to watch it again. 
I kind of like I, I I am getting more and more excited about watching the series again and picking up on these things that I feel like I might be missing the first time. But besides yeah. that, actually, I the the one thing that I I really there was one particular piece of animation that I think was the 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 most beautiful thing that's been in the whole show, and there was this shot of like the water and some buildings and then Jupiter behind it yeah. and it was just a still for like two seconds and i and i i consciously in that moment like forgot about the story for a second was just like wow that is like really really beautiful mm-hmm. so anyways that's that's my last fight that's my final thought i love that well steven <laughs> what do you think is going to happen in the next episode uh i think we did decide that we are allowed to look at the names i think we came to that conclusion yeah oh, yeah. yeah well and i was which, gonna which... say like something that we didn't i meant to touch on earlier is there is a lot of symbolism in this episode about things ending like the word Mm -hmm. elegy itself right is a poem Mm -hmm. that is told in remembrance of something yeah the name of the bar is the end in french literally yeah and i just like i love all the little time stopping yeah exactly the whole thing with the watch they're Ah. really fantastic about like adding little things to give more depth to Mm -hmm. yeah what is going on yeah as far as Oh, you're going to say the name of the next step. Toys episode? in the Attic. Jesus. <laughs> uh. <laughs> very detailed. It's very informative. Yeah. What do uh, you think? I am sad I'm going to miss that one. I am really sad I'm going to miss y'all's reaction to that one. <laughs> um, it's going to be... A, uh, I, I, I literally have nothing. I have no, I have no idea. Okay, do you think there's actually going to be toys and or an attic? <laughs> Honestly, no. (laughs) Like, why would there be? Are you ready to be surprised by my prediction? Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I, Wait, can I predict your prediction? No. I think that we're going to learn more about Ayn. (laughs) I write it down every time. There's going to be a lot of... There's going to be a lot of dog toys in an attic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I will not let this go. I will not let this go until I find out. You're going to be right eventually. I was right eventually with that word. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. No. Worth the wait. You know what I am excited for, though? Whatever happens in the future, I'm excited to see how this event shapes uh, Jet's character going forward going forward yeah that's what that's i'm kind of and i and i know i've i'm already braced to know that it's not going to be like a big expository like sort of a thing but just to see if there's any subtle changes in like his interactions with Faye or or spike or or whatever if i had to guess he might be more like calm kind of getting rid of that baggage not that Mm -hmm. he wasn't calm to begin with homie was chill as a cucumber <laughs> that's the expression uh yeah <laughs> uh all right well i think that pretty much wraps it up thank you every did we do corgi butts oh my we, god we i'm some, like get out of here yeah. we're done okay we're done with corgi butts. yeah done with your kids um this one gets oh can i get like 3.75 sure why not wow Wow. now now we're getting into some complex fractions (laughs) i love it i really love it it was a good episode but like for me if i just had one really good personal fight scene versus just like the the shooting because like the gun the gunshot moments again like or like chris had kind of uh spoken about it does give you a lot of input into the characters and like they're changing emotions as they deal with that situation and that was fantastic but like nobody really died this episode and i'm so used to at least one person <laughs> dying 
Um, it's fair. That's a whole corgi butt you lost for not killing point. somebody in an that episode. An entire corgi butt for not having a murder in this. I mean, not a murder that I saw, at least. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like B and I are um, complementary in our opposite opinions of what we desire from yes. something. So I'm going for five Space Corgi guitars <gasps> because I want to feel it. I want to feel it in my heart and my soul. And I feel like all of those moments that are leading up to this climax where we realize, like, they just can't be together. I was like, wow, I I feel it so strongly. And that is that is what I want. But it was also very clear what. Like, what was going on? I didn't feel confused, so I was able to kind of enter into that ah, and just really be like that. there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. I'm, I'm going to give it five as well. Um, Dang, I'm wi- Wild, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, for me, a big part of it is the sometimes emotionally driven episodes of any show can feel sort of forced. Um and where like the character development can be like we need we need character X to get to this point, and so this is going to happen. Um, where it it felt like all of it with Jet felt very felt very human. It felt very natural. It felt very like what do most people get to go through that journey in twenty twenty minutes? No, but <laughs> <laughs> but but like especially that like. Tossing and, and and what really got it for me was tossing the watch into into the water. Like mm-hmm. I know that's a very like almost like tropey sort of like symbol of like throwing something into the water and moving on. A hundred percent. But I like that. Like I like that. Like he did get his answer. He doesn't even really indicate whether he likes the answer or not. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't really even know. But it's enough to go like, okay, it is what it is. I can let I can at least let this part of it go. And I, and I, that's, yeah, I loved it. Okay. You feel a sense of closure. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, or, or, I dig it. Not, not even, not even, cl- like, it just felt like part of someone's life, I guess. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. so I am, listen, I'm a harsh critic. I think I'm going to give it like 3.5 out of 5 Corgi Ooh. Butts. Um, and I think the reason for that is like, Something I really enjoy about this show is, and, you know, I understand to a degree, like, narratively, we do need some answers in some context. So it's it's not helpful to never know what's going on. But this was very cut and dry. There wasn't a lot of, like, intellectual intrigue for me. Like, there, I wasn't, I don't find myself thinking quite as deeply for as long with this episode. Because it's very mm-hmm. much just, like, lost love story. Yeah. Uh, how do we move on from heartbreak? And it, it's not an unimportant facet of Jet, but it doesn't do anything for me. And I would agree with B. I love a. I would just love like a hair more violence in this particular series. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite thing in all of anime is the thing that they do when somebody is struck suddenly by some sort of projectile or something, and that split <clears throat> second where they're like, yeah, their eyes go wide <laughs> or blank, and you, they just like this acknowledgement of. I love that, and Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. gives me that. Like, I didn't get mm-hmm. any of that in this episode. Nobody, there was no, you know, dying. And like, I need more dying. They yeah. showed one murder. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it That's here. Fair. We need more dying on this. We need more dying. Mm-hmm. On Cowboy Bebop, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think that then wraps it up. Uh, I have been your host, 
be Zelda. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I am a podcaster, streamer, sometimes cosplayer, and community manager for D&D Adventures League. Thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, you have joined us on a roller coaster of ups, downs, murders, no murders, and so much more, and we are incredibly appreciative. Uh, class, why don't you go ahead and say your goodbyes? Okay, this is Kelsey. Uh, my Twitter handle is Kelsey D. Garcia. You will likely not find me there or anywhere else on the internet. Um, but I love being here and I'm excited to keep going. Yeah, I'm Steven. Uh, you can find me at the underscore bad DM doing a lot of D&D related content. And I actually have one question for Chris before, before we say bye to Chris. Oh my gosh, what? It's really, really important. Oh no. That um, means it's not important. That means important. it's There's not important. Of, what is this? <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. No, um... What is so we we just finished episode ten. Mm-hmm. What episode are you most looking forward to us watching and experiencing? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, okay. Um Okay. Uh hold on. Let me think really, really quick. <laughs> um Bring up the episode list. Well, for what it's worth, I'm looking and we have a two parter coming up after uh the next episode, mm-hmm. the Toys in the Attic. Um, okay, I think one of my absolute, there's so many good ones. Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm going to say two of them. One of my favorite episodes is actually coming up very soon. It is Jupiter Jazz Part 2. Yes. You will know why. Uh, And then I would say, hmm, I would say. Is it because of murder? (laughs) Because of murder. Um. I would say one of my favorite, I mean, I think I'm really excited for y'all to get to the finale. Um, mm. I <laughs> Even if I'm not in that episode, I would love to just sit in on the watch party because I have to know, I got to <laughs> yes. know some reactions. But yeah, there is a couple of really, really good episodes coming up and I'm very excited for y'all to experience this. I'm so glad you picked this show. Awesome. So anyway, I'm Chris. I use uh, she, they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. I am a TTRPG actual play podcaster and streamer. I dabble in a lot of things. And if you follow me on Twitter, you can keep up with everything I'm doing. Yeah, they have their pans in a lot of in a lot of ovens. I have <laughs> no, my pans in a lot of ovens. <laughs> they got their hands in a Not, lot of stoves. Yeah, pans in the stoves. <laughs> yeah, stoves. whatever. Duck, ducks sure. ducks Listen, in the fridge. I got a lot of ducks um, in the fridge. Uh, thank you everybody for listening and don't forget to to rate and review us on any podcast caster that you use catcher sure podcast place you know if there's stars click them Click them, click them all, all of them. Click five of them, ideally, (laughs) or if they have, or or if they have more. Yeah, click as many as you can. The more, the better. All right, and to send us off with a musical outro, we have Kelsey. La da 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 da, la da 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 da. The the vibrato, the vibrato was was incredible. Got serious on that one. I loved it. It felt appropriate to the episode. Yeah, yeah. Anime attaché.